I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome back for hour two of our ongoing coverage here live from Steelers training camp at St. Vincent College. Uh, The practice session number seven is... uh, like I said, they got uh, this uh, seven on seven or nine on seven, I should say, uh, on this side, and then we got the uh, one on ones over on the other side. Although the one on ones aren't quite as uh, as spirited, as spirited as they were the last two days when they actually had pads on. No question. Um, is when this one is over, then they'll run a couple of two minute drills here, and uh, practice session number seven will be in the books. Uh, I'm interested to see the the, uh, the the hurry up offense on the field here a little bit. Yeah, me too. I'm sure that'll be spirited, yeah, to say the least. And then these guys get a little bit of a, a mini break because they don't practice until tomorrow night. So you and I will be on the air from 3 to 6 here, but there will be a big empty field in front of us the whole time. Big empty field. It will right. be more like regular or off-season for us. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So, frankly, if you use any guys you want us to talk about, shoot us a tweet or some any ideas, we're up for it. Yeah, if we'll talk about anything. We, we, we'll do some of that. Uh, with Tomorrow we should be into our uh, – Fantasy football. We have our last fantasy football draft today. We'll draft from the seventh spot, mm-hmm. and that will be our last snake draft, PPR straight uh, redraft. Um, tomorrow, maybe we'll do a little bit of the uh, super flex. That'd draft. be fine. That'd be fine. Yeah, talk, talk about some strategies for that. Yeah, that's a way different way of looking at things. Absolutely. I'm, um, I'm starting to build all my ranks too, and tweaking them every day too. So it's getting to be fantasy season. It really is. In fact, uh, a lot of teams uh, or a lot of leagues. Uh, Getting ready to draft here. I mean, we'll have the, the Hall of Fame game tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, we'll um, see football. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to – well, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. But, yeah. I mean, uh, I kind of want to see uh, – who's the quarterback that the Browns drafted out of UCLA? Uh, Thompson. Thompson. Right? Yeah. Something Thompson. I forget what Dorian it was. Thompson. Dorian Robinson. Thompson. Tom, uh, Robinson, right. Um, maybe Zach Wilson plays. You know, I mean, there, there'll be a couple brand-name guys for a little. A Aaron Rodgers might go into a cave. <laughs> right. I don't know if we made the trip. Yeah, probably. Well, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I would assume Hard Knocks kicks off here at some point soon. Yeah, I saw a commercial for it last night. I want to say, like, on the 7th or 8th, something yeah, so like that. After, so that's the, soon, after the Hall right. of Fame game, that's usually a, uh, a kickoff for that. Mm-hmm. So no, that's coming rolling. up, and, yeah, we're, we're getting into it now. In fact, a week from today, I'll be flying to Tampa. Yeah, how about that? So might be pretty warm. Might not want to wear long pants or a jacket <laughs> right. uh, down there. Could be a little warm. So we got another skeleton drill here going on, as we have for much of camp. And uh, we got Trubisky with, uh, I would call these maybe the threes uh, on a normal day. On a normal day, there's yeah. There's some guys that like, you know. McFarlane and oh, Warren and, 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 and Butler. Butler. Let's right go now. right through his hands. That's not, yeah. a, not a good short. Uh, you can't miss those ones. With no. no tackling going on out there. That no. can't go through your hands. And I don't know if he makes a team or not, but he's another middle-of-the-field option guy. Yeah, I mean, big body. Again, that, that, yeah. that play call with him, you know, in-breaking route, coming out of the slot, big body, like you said, is what they were lacking the last couple of years. Well, I don't know how I would 
approach tackling a guy like that over the middle when he's got a full head of speed. Yeah, right, right, right. He's punishing. I guess you're going to go low. I really liked him coming out of Iowa State. Yeah. And he hasn't put it together, but he was really good in uh, – His leg, legs are like trees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a big, big dude. And they've, they've moved him all over, too. He's outside the numbers now. Yeah. Trubisky looked that way. Oh, mm. goes to Darnell Washington instead. The pass was a little low. A little and low and yeah. pretty contested as well. Couldn't get couldn't. Out of it. That might have been the only place Trubisky could put the ball and Without it. Thread it in there. Yeah, yeah. Double but, coverage on that one. I think that was on purpose, but yeah. big six seven guy going down. Not going to go down to get that. Been yeah. tough. Absolutely. Um, day number seven, uh, again, not in pads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mike Tomlin giving the, the players. They'll be back in pads tomorrow night. No, tomorrow night is yeah. always a physical one, right? Tomorrow night will be, they'll be they'll backs be back on backers. backers. Right, there'll right. be all that, all that good stuff that goes on. Um, I'm excited because we won't be doing radio. I'll actually be able to be on the sidelines for backs on backers. Yeah, which it can be a little tough doing both at the same time. I, I enjoy seeing the view from up here. Um, we can see the field very well. It is. It's a great view. What we miss down on the field is the interaction. And we don't hear any noise whatsoever up here. Yeah. You, know, you definitely will hear the coaches. Um, I assume it'll be the same this year, but you can get right next to them. You know, from yeah. where I'm at, I'll, I'll work my way in there, and, and you know, I'll be, I want to be able to hear what Mike Tomlin's saying to guys, mm-hmm. or what you know, what the defensive line coaches or, or whoever you know, the offensive line coaches saying to guys, uh, or the running back coach, I should say, in that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they telling these guys in those, you know, and the matchups, and why yeah. are they, you know, why are they picking the matchups they are, and you know, that Tomlin sometimes will yell out, you know. 26 versus, you know, 44 or whatever. Yeah, you want to see that one again. Or, yeah, 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 run it back. All right, you you just, you know, if, if a young guy does well, all right, we're going to step up and cl- step you up in class here, guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. That kind of stuff. All right, there's the, the A horn. guy like Washington, you know, they might test him right off the bat. Yeah, the offensive line working its way onto the field here. It looks like we're going to go uh, from the – where are they placing the ball at here? Can't see the clock. That's the only problem here as well. Mm, the yeah. clock is facing the field, so we can't see it. It's typically a minute and 38 seconds. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they always use the same amount? Pretty much, yeah. No, oh, okay. Typically a 138 and one timeout, and they will also uh, – Tomlin will tell them whether they need a field goal or a touchdown. Usually yeah, in these situations, situation they're going for a touchdown. Okay. You need a touchdown to win. Yeah. And you get one timeout and a minute 38. It looks like they're starting at their own 35. So Okay. And we're going to – generally we'll do a whole series of one versus ones, a yeah. whole series two Until versus twos. It, now, if you score in the first play, that's it. Yeah, if yeah. If there's an interception in the first play, that's it. You're done. Or if you, you get one shot at this. Get shot shot down on fourth down. or Right. And Mike Tomlin's pretty smart about this. He'll put something on the line here. Like last year, uh, the group that won these situational types things, uh, whether it be the offense or the defense, they got a special dinner that night. Yeah, they got like steak lobster yeah. or something, right? Yeah, that's so, great. Kenny Pickett in the backfield. And, he's of course, got, bragging rights. Yeah, and, yeah, he's got uh, Warren to his left. Got trips down here to the right with Fryermuth in front of that. The ball is snapped. He looks at Fryer. Uh, no, it's Gunnar Oshevsky yep. out to the 40. Picks up about five yards. Yeah. And then, of course, they're going to hustle. Eight to 89. And the defense is happy with Plus that. Five. Again, yeah, I mean, the clock's running. Second and five, and yeah. the clock's still running, sure. At some point here, you got to try to get Ooh. a chunk. I think Chooks yeah, jump. Looked yeah, looked like uh, a false jump. start yeah. by Chooks. That'll lose that five yards. I assume they'll back him up and treat this like a game. <laughs> yeah, right? I would yeah. think so. Yeah, a little false start there. and That's, that's a killer. Yeah, it, absolutely. It does stop the clock in that situation. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like an incompletion on first down. But now you're at second and ten. Right. Which is where you'd be on 
No, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Gonna, you yeah. did lose some some additional time there, though, mm-hmm. because of the false start. Okay, so we're looking here. All right, we got Warren now to Pickett's right in the backfield. We got trips to the left, singled up down here in the bottom. Cody White scans it, steps up in the pocket. Now Pickett going to run. He gets out to about the 42. And they're just going to spot it where it would have been first contact. Right, Obviously, right. they're not going to crush Kenny. Hustle line gets so it. So now off. we're at third and short here. And uh, pocket holds up. Pickett dumps it off to Jalen Warren over the middle for a uh, first down to the fi- uh, 49, they're calling that. Defense isn't giving them anything outside the numbers right now. Doing a nice job taking that stuff away. This is one of the instances where you don't want them working in the middle of the field. Now he's going to go. Oh, nice play. That was almost, that almost got in there, though, too. I know. Right. It was a – who's breaking on the ball there? That, that was, was 21. Trey yeah, Norwood. That was Norwood. Norwood said a couple things. He showed up in uh, seven shots, too. That's one of the things, you know, I talked to uh, Grady Brown today, earlier today. Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys will hear that at some point. Yeah, we'll play that back tomorrow. Um, but he, I talked to him about, you know, this, not having – Fitzpatrick and, and KZ available. Said, sure. That's you look at the two safeties out there right now. It's it's Kenny Robinson and Trey Norwood. They're getting an opportunity to to really get a lot of snaps here that you know could prove invaluable down the line. No one's benefited more from those two safety situations than Kenny Robinson. Oh, without a doubt. No, no. Wasn't question. on anybody's right. But he's been showing up. Oh, picked off. That is a pick by Joey Porter Jr. Nice play. Laid out for it on a sideline route. Yeah, stretch those, those long arms and end that drive. Right. Uh, Pickett had stepped up in the pocket and could have scrambled a little bit there, but uh, he tried to throw the out to his right, and Porter came up and picked it off. Um, yeah, that big long reach. Yeah, ending that. That was one thing, you know, we, one of the knocks on Porter coming into this was that, oh, he only had the one career interception. He's shown already in this game. He's got pretty good hands. Oh, he's got pretty good hands, yeah, and – I'm sure we talked about this during draft time, but I forget which game of the year, and I, I could find the information. But it was basically after the third game. Purdue his, went after him like crazy because that's just their offense. Yeah, that was the game. And I think after that. That was the first game of the year. He only had like 20 <laughs> targets against them or something. Yeah. I mean, so it's hard to pick the ball off when they don't throw it your way. Right. Okay, now we got Mitch Trubisky back there with McFarland to his right, and the ball is snapped. He steps up. He dumps it off to McFarland. That's about a five-yard gain. That's familiar. Yeah. Second five. Pass rush was pretty good there too. But All right, second and five, uh, same thing. Uh, Warren or uh, McFarland to his left this time. He's looking down the field. Batted down. That was batted down to the line of scrimmage. I didn't see who got the hand on. It was Benton. Oh, it's a key on a Benton. Yeah. That's what you want to see out of the yep. young man. Nicely done. So in their four-man front, they're having Loudermilk as a DN, not an interior guy. Maybe they just want to press the uh, the edge a little bit more there. It's Manny Jones, Benton, Loudermilk. That is a big group, and then Roche yeah, on the – and Roche. Yeah. Okay, that's the D-line. Okay. Maybe try – Loudermilk can do a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. try and Loudermilk at that outside <clears throat> spot there to see if he can do that like Leal. Yeah, yeah. A little stunt there by those two. There There's a nice grab pass by there. Hayward. On a, his pass was a little high, but Hayward with the grab at the 45. Yeah, elevated over in. the middle field, picked up first down. They hurry to the line of scrimmage here. Another pass. That, mm. that was a little, a little short there, intended for uh, Austin. 
I don't think he had a great passing window there. He did not. He kind yeah. of sidearmed it. Right, thing. right, right. Trying to get – Maybe that's what they're trying to do here. you got louder milk on the outside. There's there's a lot of height out there. Yeah, I was thinking that, that too. Group. I mean, they batted a pass down two two throws ago. I mean, Roche's the smallest guy, and he's like 6'3". Mm-hmm. So. It's almost like a three-man front and an edge. Yeah, you know, like, right. Yeah, right. And it just makes things difficult um, to get it over the top of those guys and – it looked like Trubisky was having some trouble seeing around some of those guys, too. It, it of, looked that way, A lot yeah. of big bodies there. Ooh. Nice pass break up there on the outside. That was uh, James Pierre getting there to break it up. For double checking with the refs and see if the flag was going to come out, if he got there early or not. But I think they made the right call, and it was just a nice pass break. Yeah. And with uh, Corey Trice getting hurt, so James Pierre's uh, third down situation comes a li- becomes a little more clearer. Yeah, true. He was going to probably make this team anyways, but now you're looking at it. He's definitely going to be your number four. Mm-hmm. As well as a special teamer. So yeah. third and ten here, though. Third it's a and crucial ten, situation. a big play here, yeah. And, of course, they'll go for it on fourth, assuming they need the, the, the right, touchdown. Right, right. Do, do you want to get half of it here, or do you want to go for the whole thing? Man, depends what they give you. Yeah. I'm sure you have a play designed to get something yeah, past the sticks. Up, um, almost all the routes were, and they did. Hayward again over the middle. Uh, and that was uh, – our boy, the, uh, oh, 87. Buddy, the 87, the tight end. Okay. He's showing up again. Rodney Williams. That's to the 33. Tennessee Martin. Just kind of went down and sat down and found a spot open in the zone. There's a pass to uh, 25. On that third and 10, I made note because you asked that question, all four routes were past the sticks. Okay. So they were, you know, obviously trying to get it in one shot and they were being aggressive. Yeah, good. I mean, I, I think, you know, that's – been a criticism of the offense. Mm-hmm. They're not. A, they're not. A, not as aggressive as you'd like in some certain situations. Looks like they took the uh, took a timeout after that last play to the twenty nine. Looks like we're like second and eight. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's def- hard to tell from here. It's definitely took seven. a time timeout there. Mm-hmm. No idea how many. What's on the clock? But yeah, my apologies. Yeah, we can't see that part of it, but uh, I would assume you probably have about 25, 30 seconds left here. Yeah, it's probably about Somewhere right. Somewhere in that right, range. Right. Right. The, the offensive ran. line walks up to the scrim- line of scrimmage here. We got uh, Austin and Jamarcus slot. Bradley down here. Austin's in the slot. On the upper side there is Boykin. No, that's I'm sorry, that's uh, Butler. And he throws underneath here to, to Washington. Washington, yep. Down around the 20. That's a first down. Yeah. There's a theory, and you hear guys like Elway that are, you know, certain so known for their fourth quarter comebacks and two minute stuff. That just a lot of them just thinking, oh, that's, oh, that's could be a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that is a touchdown. Washington again for back to back throws, yep. right down the seam. Yep, yep. Kind of what you envisioned when you drafted that guy, you know, watching him run a forty and all the physical attributes he has. But what I was saying about the Elway thing is sometimes there's just a quarterback mindset of just give me first downs. Right, right. Yeah. Don't get in third and, you know, four, you know fourth and nine. First, first down, first down, first down. And you're taking up, you know, 10-yard chunks. You're, yeah, and you're, you're also putting in pressure on the defense here because this field's getting smaller and mm-hmm. smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. Yep. You know, and, and, yeah, you're looking at the clock and you're going, okay, they got, they got tw- you know, in, in that situation, they're at the 20. And, okay, we only have 20 seconds left here, but we've only got 20 yards to go here. We can't give up yeah, sure. two more passes, let alone that throw down the seam, which – that should be open a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's as a well. big target going down the field. I would say that's a really encouraging end of practice. Practice is over; they're all gathering, and end of the drill for the uh, the third round pick, the big big fellow out of Georgia. So. Yeah, and uh, 
there were two defensive backs there after he caught the ball. He was about to, at the one-yard line. I don't think My guess is him. you're not stopping that yeah, going in. When yeah. he's got momentum going that way, you're not stopping him going into the end zone. I'm sure Tomlin had a judgment call there. Should we put him with the one or yeah, not? But right. I, I think the right one was made. He's, <laughs> he's going to score Even if he has trips and falls forward, he's probably getting in. If he trips and falls forward, he's three-quarters of the way through the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I don't think any of those dudes were stopping him. Yeah, that, that, that would not be a pleasant uh, decision to make there. Um, but, yeah, nice, uh, nice job there by Trubisky. Um, after a little bit of a slow start, but you're more the veteran here, and I don't know if you know that, but do you think we see two minutes once a week, twice a week, once a week usually? Yeah, okay, we'll, okay. we'll see it again next week. Yeah, um, you know, again, situational football that Mike Tomlin likes to put the, the team in here, um, and he makes it very competitive. Uh, yeah. you know, again, there's always something on the line, whether it be bragging rights, whether it be again the meal in the cafeteria. Um, and you'll see guys that guys are jawing with each other throughout that process. Oh, like, they're into it, yeah. yeah. Build that competitiveness. And not every camp does that. I mean, but, not all 32 teams do it that way. Interesting to note, Matt, that the first possession was ended by Joey Porter Jr. on the interception. The second one ends on a touchdown to, to uh, Washington. You beat me to it by two seconds, <laughs> and I'm going to add to it. And Keanu Benton. And Keanu Benton, yeah. Swatting down a pass, yeah. too. So, the, well, the early draft picks doing well. No, no, no. Then, I, I, frankly, Broderick Jones could have been a star, and I didn't notice one way or another. Yeah, right. It's it's tough not, to, not sure what he, how he contributed. But those three early picks, they uh, came up big. Yeah, it's a real great, big. Great way, way to, situation. Uh, yeah, great way to end the practice session. Um, again, very spirited session there. A lot of guys are still milling about the field here, even well after their, their uh, everything broke up. Mm-hmm. It's like the DB's now posing for a photo. Like, I don't think anybody's left. No, it doesn't look like it. So that's, uh, again, a good spirited session. I think guys are happy now that they don't have to get up early tomorrow. They, yeah, they I still think get up and they'll go film study and things of that nature. <laughs> it's almost like playing on a Thursday night and you get the win and you don't have to play the following Sunday. You yeah, know, it's a right. mini, like a mini buy for you. It you is know? a little mini buy. And, right. and Maybe it, their meetings are an hour later or something, or there's a brunch tomorrow instead of you got to be at breakfast here. You know, I don't yeah. know what their schedule is, but but uh, yeah, great way to end practice. And uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. We are live from Steelers training camp practices here at St. Vincent College. The Steelers just wrapped up training camp practice number seven with a little uh, two minute action there. And uh, well, we'll be back with more here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970 right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our ongoing coverage live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College, where the team just wrapped up practice number seven with a nice little uh, two-minute offense uh, situation, offense and defense, I might add. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, we saw the first one end with uh, Kenny Pickett getting intercepted by Joey Porter Jr. on a really athletic play. You mentioned this the other day. I can't remember many picket interceptions. That might have only been thing. the second one. I think the first one was tipped, and that yeah. was about a week ago. And that was a legit interception. That was he a closed. legit, really good defensive I'd play. I'd like to talk to Porter and say, did you bait him into that? Because he wasn't there, and then all of a sudden he was. He yeah. like flew into the, fo- into the picture, uh, caught the ball as he was going out of bounds on that one, just came in like he was shot out of a cannon. Yep. It laid out with those long arms, made the, the hands grab, as you mentioned. So, end the, ends the play. What a way to uh, finish a football game. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Mitch Trubisky getting his chance, and after kind of a slow start, uh, got things really kind of going with a, with a pass uh, to uh, to Connor Hayward, which has been something of a 
Yeah. Reoccurring oh, theme. Hayward's caught maybe over more balls than anyone yeah. in this team since camp. Over. Yeah, that was on the third down. Uh, so that was a big play there. And then uh, finding on back-to-back passes, big Darnell Washington, first with a pass to the 20 of, for about nine yards and a first down. And then on first and uh, 10 from the 20 as the clock was running down, uh, he hits him down the seam with a head of steam and yeah. forget about it. Yeah, and that game winner that, that way as well, you know, from the offense. So great seeing two rookies really show up with big plays. Um, you know, I thought Trubisky looked good in the drive too. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. You look like a veteran out there with guys he hasn't played a ton with, you know, the backups basically across the board. And, and I, I'm not nitpicking, who knows. I mean, it's there's it a lot of camp left, but – I'd like to see Washington get some more throws his way. Yeah. Know, and maybe in the preseason as well. I will note <clears throat> that, um, you know, Pickett was doing that. There's no Deontay Johnson out there. Sure, sure. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big one that you looked at. Najee Harris is not out there at he all. Not that he might that. not be in, in, in that situation mm-hmm. uh, because you're going to play Jalen Warren there. Robinson wasn't out there either. No, yeah, no right. Allen Robinson. So you're really running with your, you know, Pickens is out there. I thought Pickens was out there. I thought. They I didn't th- target him at all. Yeah. Um, but Hayward got some run yeah, but prior moves. It's just not the it's not the, the front line guys. But there might be sure. there might be times in the season. Um, you know, I think back to that game in Cleveland a few years ago, um, where, you know, there Mason Rudolph's out there in that game playing with guys they brought up off the practice oh, squad. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like he has met them. Uh, I mean right, yeah. he's played with these guys plenty. That's not an excuse. You know, I mean that's um I don't know that I blame Pickett heavily for the interception. I mean, maybe if he had Brett Favre's arm strength that gets there a pulse quicker, who knows? Um, but I think it's a tremendous play by the Yeah, I, th- I, I took more out of that. That was just an excellent, yeah. excellent defensive play mm-hmm. in that situation. And this rookie class is making names themselves. It's really kind of, it's real. I mean, I like to to begin with, and, and mm-hmm. it, it looks more and more like they're going to have some contributors out of this group, maybe more so than most years. And in week one, possibly, yeah, too. I mean, right. I, I don't know what the the first two picks still need to earn starting spots. Who knows if they will or not. But I think Benton absolutely factors in from the start. I would imagine Washington will be part of the week one game plan. I mean, I'm really looking ahead here, but if not, it won't take long, I would imagine. Right, right. You know, um, definitely Herbig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Her- Herbig's going to be dressed and – Getting his jersey dirty from the opening kickoff, probably. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Trice, so we won't see that. And um, Anderson, who's to say? Yeah, you just don't know, don't you know how he fits into this. It's a difficult nut to crack <clears throat> on that offensive line in terms of making the roster for a, for a late round draft pick mm-hmm. when they've got so many veterans there. Yeah, they're definitely. You got you got strong. all these guys who have starting experience in the NFL and Broderick Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like you got a first round pick there. It, it's almost a situation much like Chris Olaticone last year where, you know, that, that late-round quarterback is – you're not going to get any, any You really got to seize your reps because yeah. there's there not going to be a ton. But I'm sure Anderson will play a ton in the preseason. Oh, yeah, without – he'll play more than Olaticone did. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, so maybe that's a given. Games versus an uncommon opponent will be, you know, where he shines. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. He's yeah. still got a lot – the book's still far from written on all those guys. Absolutely. Um I'm watching one of the little guys out there running pass patterns and catching the football. <laughs> right. He's actually caught a couple. He's not uh, not Did very he? big. Yeah, he's looks like mom's throwing those to him here. I, I can't tell who's who that child belongs to. I'm, let's see. Take a look here. Yeah, see. we've got a kick out of the little kids running around here after practice. Some of them are little, little. Najee's working on some ball skills. Uh, one of the coaches is firing it at him. I'm like, 
five yards away. <laughs> and uh, who was down here? Uh, it was Boykin working the jugs machine, also from short distance. This was an interesting drill, too. It looks like a special teams drill here with the um, – White is one of the guys. I, I'm not sure who the other is. That they have to get low. That's Killebrew. Oh, it's Killebrew. Yeah. yeah, it is. Through through the hoop, and then they put this football on like a a pad. You know, it's it's maybe I don't know. Is that a foot and a half off the ground, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Which is exactly where punters kick the football. Right. So these guys are pure special teams drill, where they're getting low as if they're coming to block a punt through the hoop. I mean, through the the gate. And um, get off a little bit of a block and then get low. And getting low to get that punt is a weird body position. Right, right. And they have them. I didn't realize that until just now, too. And in order to get low, they put a towel on the ground. And you so got to keep it on the you ground. you got to yeah. scoop it, you know, which yeah. really teaches you to get that shoulder down. The Steelers, um, over the last decade or so, have been as good at pump blocks as, as any team mm. in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they seem to get one, at least one every year. Yeah. Boy, it goes a long way. I mean, I would think that's a very high ratio. I mean, there's some games that they teams. won up in Buffalo, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember the one in Cleve, against Cleveland. They won those games because they blocked kicks. The core. Yeah. You know, I mean, a, a key special teams play like that is huge. Absolutely. And it doesn't come by accident. You know, all these kind no, of you work at it. Or, you know, it's something that Danny Smith saw on tape that, you know, that, hey, we can exploit this guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in this. And, I'll coach him in a way or, you know, yeah. right. So, yeah, it's, it's a big – it's a big. that's like a turnover. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, in some ways and it's a, worse than a, tur- a turnover, a return, especially right. if they're deep in their own end zone and you get that double thump and you recover the ball in the end zone, like, that's that's huge. Right, that's like that's a pick six. Seven free points, right. yeah. Right, Absolutely. So. We've got some linemen down here doing drills as well, as always. They've been spending a lot of time after practice, too. They work at it. They, they work do. hard at it. Yeah. I um, assume that's Austin on the jugs machine. But he's got his jersey off just by the looks of his body type, I'm guessing it is, because he's got a helmet on. Um, I don't think that is Austin. No? No, I don't, I don't think. I um, can't tell. Maybe it's Bird. I'm seeing some of the that is a, That's actually a defensive player. That is. Oh, of, is it? I think that's Killebrew. Is it? Yeah. He was just doing the other drill a minute ago. Maybe they switched off. Now I can't tell who the new guy is jumping in there, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, just a lot of a lot of work getting done here as guys get through uh, practice number seven. Um, again, a week from uh, today, I'll be leaving for Tampa. The Steelers will be leaving for Tampa uh, to go down there for their first preseason game. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're getting into that time in camp, uh, the, the dog days, mm-hmm. uh, more or less, of camp. You know, get, I, I think that's one of the, another one of the reasons. We're about at the halfway point, huh? Yeah. I think that's another reason why Mike Tomlin kind of went unpadded today after mm-hmm. two straight days of pads. Okay, let's ease it up a little bit because we're going to go back heavy at it here over the weekend. No excuses. Friday, for Saturday, too. Sunday. Right. You know, right. Now it's now it's time to start scaling back again because there's a game to play at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. No, I think that he understands. I mean, uh, you've been a coach that long, you understand how to pace your team, the pulse of your team, when to peak. You know, you, all, you know, I think he wants to peak for Friday night lights for the fans. Why not make that a highlight type of practice? Uh, two days ago, absolutely was first one in pads, and then you, of course you want to peak for that Tampa game, of course. Right, absolutely. You know, make it your best. So today was a not a step back. It was just kind of a take the foot off the accelerator a little, you know. Yeah, but you you ramp that up a little bit more by making that two minute drill at the end of practice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving yeah. those guys, giving the guys something to look forward. To. Again, that competition stuff that goes on and seven shots every day. Not every team does that. Yeah, the you players know I mean? love that. They love those competition periods. Yep, and that's. 
it's part of the reason this team's competitive every year is because they, they learn how to compete. They're mentally tough. And that's a Tomlin, Rooney, Noel Cower thing. You know, I mean, that's just part of what the organization is. Yeah, I mean, you, you just uh, – professional athletes want to compete. Like, if there's a game of checkers – yeah. These guys want to win. Like, yeah, I mean, if, if you don't care about winning that game of checkers, I'm not sure I'm drafting gonna, you. Yeah, you're, you're not right. going to belong. You're not going to be here very long mm-hmm. because you're just going to be, you know, eh, if I win. I, I go through that, you know, my wife gets mad at me. Like, if we're playing whatever, I want to win. Oh, my wife gave up playing board games. Yeah, I mean, like that's uh, six months into our relationship. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not like, that I'm great at it or you're anything. You're too competitive. But, right, I'm like, like, I just I can't help it. I can't turn that off. Right. I'm here to win, right? <laughs> if we're going to play cards or, you know, anything, right? Why would you not? Yeah, Monopoly, which, that was that was the straw that broke the back. <laughs> I had all the railroads, and she's hitting the greens on hotels, and uh, she wasn't big on that. <laughs> Happens, yeah, you yeah. know. I'm here to win. Absolutely. Uh, looks like Mike Tomlin getting ready to address the media over across the mm-hmm. field there. I didn't notice anyone left, but I also didn't notice when Leal left yesterday. So don't quote me on that 100%, but hopefully no injuries. Yeah, you wouldn't think that, you know, today's practice is not quite as physical. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, less that likely. Is, yeah, that, that is less likely. And well, guys will get an opportunity, uh, you know, to rest up and be ready to go tomorrow night, Friday night lights. Uh, that'll start at 7 o'clock over at Latrobe uh, Memorial High School Stadium. I haven't looked, but is the weather going to keep up? We've been uh, there's remarkably a 40% lucky chance of rain tomorrow. Okay. Um, I think it get, gets uh, more so as the day goes on. So there's always the opportunity that that mm-hmm. could affect things. That won't, st- as we saw earlier uh, in, in uh, training camp here, um, if they uh, if there's rain, they're still going to practice. You know, Lightning's a deal breaker. Lightning of course, is, the, but, right. is the thing that changes it. And if you remember, but other than that, that like period and a half, yeah. the weather's been amazing. Last year's Friday Night Lights practice, well, rain was an issue. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a big way. Heavy. Um, just taking a look here at the. Uh, at it's a fun event, though. If you guys are thinking about the... going, I highly recommend it. And try to get near those backs on backers and one on one O line, D line stuff. And you, you'll be able to hear the coaches yelling and screaming. No, as They're... close as you can get because you are you, ha- you do have to stay back in the stands. Oh, right, so. right, right. You're not going to be on the field, but you right. try to position yourself that you know you can get a good view of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... Why is my weather the Weather Channel uh, weather app here is not finding Latrobe? No. Huh. That's weird. Well, let me look. This on is the... this is a real place. Well, let's, <laughs> we got Bell Vernon on here, so let's let's check that out. I got Latrobe here. Do you? So, okay. Daily. Give us the weather forecast there. 47% chance of rain, uh, 80, high of 84, low of 59. Maybe I should have been a weatherman. What that time, time, is, what time well. is that rain coming in? <laughs> well, it looks uh, like uh, you're making me 10 a.m. we're good. Here. 15%, 18%. Eh, it's not too bad. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, the highest isolated thunderstorms around 5 o'clock. So if a, if a thunderstorm rolls in, that's a 33% chance that's in Bell Vernon, which isn't far from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, a, uh, you know, maybe an isolated thunderstorm around maybe around 5 or 6. All that will do is cool things off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah, should be good to be go fine, tomorrow yeah. night. And that's a, that's a big event. Uh, they pack the stadium oh, over so there. It's, yeah, get there um, early, yeah. try to get a good seat. It's, it, gets, it gets crowded and it gets rowdy. It absolutely does. And they'll have the fireworks afterwards. So oh, right. I forgot about that. They do thing, charge yeah. for that one. The proceeds go to the uh, Latrobe, uh, I believe the Latrobe High School uh, uh, sports program. So mm-hmm. 
there is a small fee to get in for that one. But uh, again, you, you have get food too, and you know, right. bleachers on both sides. Mm-hmm. You can line the fence and get autographs, that kind of stuff. No, so there's a lot of. It's a little different than, right. this, than the situation over here at St. Vincent College, which is great. Uh, but that's more. Everything's more confined to mm-hmm. one area, mm-hmm. um, which makes it a little easier for viewing. Yeah, you're not purposes. sitting on the hillside and all that kind of stuff. But Absolutely. the players are always good about you know. And interacting oh, by the way, it's and, cooler because it's nighttime. True, true. You know, there so. can be some hot days sitting on on the hillside here. Yeah, it looks like there's a high of like 85, 86 tomorrow. By the time practice kicks off, it's down to about 80. So. Not bad. Not and then bad. by the time it's over, you're going to be around 76. So and not you bad for your viewing. Uh, yeah. Cool. Not bad for your viewing. So it's get on over there right that. Now. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for a lot of people who can't make it out here during the day mm-hmm. for these for these 2 o'clock starts, that's, your only shot, that's a maybe. perfect time to go see it. It's 7 o'clock at night. You can get there for that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good that's point. So, so if, you're, if you're considering it, I highly recommend it. Absolutely. We're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our live ongoing coverage from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College in Latrobe. We'll be back with more right after this. Let's go play some ball. Always talking black and gold football on SNR. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. This is the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our live ongoing coverage from Steelers Training Camp. And Matt, tonight we'll have the Hall of Fame game kickoff in Canton, Ohio, which means they'll be uh, having the uh, 2023 Hall of Fame class yeah. uh, go out on the field and they'll do their little hand wave and everything. Sure, big, sure. Big weekend. Beginning for, of the huge weekend. Yeah, right. for these guys. Uh, these are in uh, alphabetical order. Rondé Barber, Don Coriel, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, Darrell Rivas, Ken Riley, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, and DeMarcus Ware. And I bring that group up yeah. because – it's a decent class. Um, I like the top of it. I like Re- it, I like yeah. Revis, Young, and Thomas, to be yeah. honest with you. The rest, I think, are sort of questionable, although I have been lobbying for Don Coriel for 10 years. 500 record, Matt, basically. Is he? Yeah, it's a, basically a 500 record. Wow. Yeah. I just think he's an innovator. That's I mean, great. Nobody threw the tight end before him. No one did three wide before him. I mean, I think that's that stuff stuck the test of time since 1978 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Five on a record, really? Yeah, he's, he's that blows me away a little not, bit. Not great. Um, I know very little playoff success. Yes, ESPN put together a uh, list of uh, Hall of Fame snubs, guys who were, didn't make the cut this year. Okay, and I particularly bring that up because I look at guys like Rondé Barber and uh, Zach, Zach Thomas, Thomas. Right. Like, um, Joe Klecko. Right, come on, man. I really think that I hate to say it because it's such. A really cool honor and an awesome deal, but the bar has gotten a little low the last couple of years, and those guys to me are about sounds terrible about as bad a Hall of Famer as you can get. <laughs> you know so I mean? here, here's yeah. a list of guys who ESPN thinks got snubbed this year, and I, I got to agree on a lot of them. Uh, Reggie Wayne. So maybe we should look at it this way: Should they go? Would you put these guys over? Yes, Bar- Barber Thomas. Yeah. You know, right? Reggie Wayne. That's a yes. Klecko Owen is a. And he was a veteran. Veteran. So yeah. that's a little different. There's the some veterans slower. on this list, though, as well. Okay, 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 okay. I would put Wayne over both those guys, though. Uh, Dwight Freeney. Oh, wow. I thought he would, forgot he was up. Yes, yeah. definitely. Wayne and Freeney, are both of them teammates, but still, they. I thought they were better players than Thomas. Roger Orbach. Craig. 
No, but I think he's up for the he's up for the seniors this year. So he's fighting Klecko. Yeah, I would put him in before Klecko. Yeah, I mean he was ahead of his time too as a pass catcher. He was caught a lot of balls before running backs caught, caught passes. Uh, Devin Hester. Yeah, I, I'm a, I I I not a big guy on the special teams. We'll get I to know. more special teams guys here in a, in a bit, as you can yeah. probably guess who I'm going to bring up on that one. Who's on this list? Uh, Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean, would you take Smith or Wayne? Wayne. I think I would too, but I think both of them are more deserving than Barber or yeah Thomas. Yes. Uh, Billy Bates would, would have been a uh, no the Cowboys safety would, no. would have, he would have been a senior. Guy. Okay. Fifteen year career. I mean, okay, it's a senior guy is a different criteria. But their big thing here is uh, finished his fifteen year career as the Cowboys' all time leader in special teams tackles. Wow, that's not that that's great. That's not that. That's not a big deal. I mean, good for him. I mean, if if he's a Ring of Honor dude or whatever they call that's it in what Dallas, he is, yeah. that's exactly what he is. Yeah. Great. Okay, but that's not Hall of Fame worthy just because you your team's leading special teams tackle. Right, uh, Leslie O'Neill. No, but I mean, he's the Hall of Very Good too. Yeah, he. he I think but he no. is. He is at this point in his career, I believe, a right. senior club member. Like you, we brought up three edge guys: Ware, who got in, Freeney, who didn't, and O'Neill. He's a distant third. 132 and a half sacks. I know. He's really productive. I, yeah. Yeah, I know. Eight seasons with 10-plus sacks. There aren't many 100-sack guys that aren't in. Yeah. Uh, Al Baker. Al Bubba Baker. Al Bubba Baker. He has to be a Veterans Committee That'll guy. That'll be a Veterans Committee guy. Uh, his unofficial career sack count, 131. I would say, first Klecko, he has a pretty strong case. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. I think. I mean, they're not all-time greats, but you know. I think he goes in before Klecko. I would put him in before Klecko. Yeah. Tory Holt. Tory Holt was up for vote when I voted. I so was I'd, Reggie Wayne. For I think matter. I put Holt over Wayne or Smith. Yeah. Bruce is in, and Holt Bruce isn't. Is, Bruce is in. Yeah. I thought Holt was the better player. I think yeah. Bruce is a couple years older, but I thought Holt was a better player. Uh, L. C. Greenwood. That'd be a veteran committee NFC. guy. That'd right? be a veteran committee guy. Yeah. I'd put him in over Klecko. Without a doubt, I yeah. mean, I, I just think uh, you know he was, he was a key member. Uh, he was he's a member of the NFL's All Decade Team of the '70s. Oh, Cheeseburger got an autograph. There you go. There's a dude here wearing '89 jersey and last name Cheeseburger on the back. He he got an autograph. Cheeseburger, so cheeseburger, 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 cheeseburger. No Coke. <laughs> uh, Robert Mathis. Not before Freeney. I mean, you talk about not put, apples to apples. I mean, James Harrison's not on this list. I'm not putting Mathis in before James Harrison. No. And, I mean, like, I don't think he should have bumped Ware right. or – I forget who the other edge guy we mentioned. In yeah. fact, I, I did that for my five – He's a no to me, yeah. When, when this list – when the Hall of Fame list first came out back in last November, um, I, I did a little piece for Five for Friday on, on Steelers.com. Mm-hmm. If you look at the five – take Freeney's best five years, Mathis's best five years – in Harrison's best five years, Harrison blows both of those. I guys bet he away. does. I bet his five years beats many, many, many edge guys. He didn't that beat Ware. Didn't beat Ware. But the rest of those guys, he he beat them. It, it shocked me that Ware took as long as he did to get into. Yeah. It was a couple years without, and he's tremendous. Uh, Jim Marshall. Uh, he's the same as LC. Yeah. Another guy who You're was right. on a uh, he was a member of the Purple People Eaters. They've got two members in, I believe. Page is in. Yeah. And um, uh, um, I don't know if another D lineman is or not. Does Carl Eller? He might be. But uh, Marshall had 130 and a half unofficially career sacks. Okay. 
I mean, they went to four Super Bowls. They were the Bills of the right. 70s. I mean, that's yeah. that was a great team, and the defense had a lot to do with it. So I think he's right there with LC. That's a coin flip for me. Speaking of the Bills, come on with the Steve Tasker Oh, story. no. Come on. I thought we were going to have a Vinatieri talk, but no, a, ta- a Tasker even talk's worse. even worse. Oh, yeah. he was a seven-time Pro Bowler who played in four Super Bowls. He had 204 special teams tackles. I don't care. So if guys like him aren't on TV, do they ever no. get talked about again? No. I mean, like it's ridiculous. And it's Peter King brutal. beats the drum for that every year. Peter King, he doesn't. No, no. Ask Marv Levy who was the, who was the better player, him or like Cornelius Bennett yeah. or Shane Conlon, right? You know, like really Which good one was players more important the to Pro your, Bowls. Yeah. It's not even close. And nobody's beating the drum for those guys. No, I mean Justin Tucker is one of the only ones that I will beat the drum to no end on. You yeah. know, as pure special teamers, and Vinatieri is a no to me too. Carl H- Hester's sort of close, but yeah. it would have to be a, a really bad year. Um, Carl Mecklenburg, no. Oh, one last thing about about Tasker. Here's here's his step. He had. 204 special teams tackles, nine touchdown receptions, and seven block punts. Come on. Nine touchdown we... receptions. In his career. I mean, they weren't because of, they weren't special teams. No. He went out there as a wide receiver with nine touchdown catches in his career. Yeah. in 13 years. In 13 years. In garbage time, they're letting him yeah. play offense. Uh, Carl Mecklenburg. Um, no, good player. Yeah. I put Zach Thomas in ahead of him. And I don't he played play Zach three Thomas Super Bowls. I know, I know. I mean, I think they lost them all. That was early Elway years before. Yeah. You know, Shanahan came in and all that. I remember I had his football card, and on the back of his football card it said, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, D-end. Yeah. You know, like, and they used him that way. Nobody did that stuff back then. Right, like that yeah. was a, I, I thought he was a really cool player. but I would, him all over the place. I would never think of him as a Hall of Famer. Um, he had 79 career sacks and 16 forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a force. He was really yeah. good. But, yeah, no. Heinz uh, Ward on this list. No. I don't care what airwaves were on. I can't put him in over Smith, Wayne, or Well, Holt. see, I, I think here's the problem at the pro, the, football, the pro Football Hall of Fame. So, again, the year that I voted back in 2019, there were like five safeties on that list of five. Sometimes there's log jams, which is a problem, right? And there's a log jam at wide receiver, and they had the opportunity this year to take care of some of that, and none of the wide receivers got in. It'd been nice to put Holt in over Thomas or something. You know, one of those just guys, one, yeah, or Barber. Because you got to right, start taking, right, right. knocking those guys off the list. Because yeah. I, I absolutely think that Heinz Ward, given so Heinz Ward or Rondé Barber, that's a conversation. It's a conversation, and to me, it's neither. But it's a conversation, and one got in. I, I do you agree that he's behind Holt Smith and Wayne though? In terms of total numbers and everything, yes. I mean, in terms of his candidacy, I think if you, you took know, his Hines, resume, if you took Heinz Ward and put him on those Peyton Manning teams, oh, that'd be different. I mean, that'd, that'd be, be different, right? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I, you know, I, I get it that you know his numbers aren't going to match up quite as strongly as some of the numbers from some of these other guys mm-hmm. who were in similar eras. He played a little bit before some yeah, of those but guys. It's similar in terms of play calling and the way the game was played and yeah. you know it's not Lin Swan in terms of but for, receptions, a, for, a de- for the decade of the 2000s I mean he was kind of the engine that made the Steelers offense go in many ways he's ex- extremely valuable went to, went to three Super Bowls was sure. the MVP of one of them that's a strong I mean that, that, that that's a big th- check mark on your candidacy and, and his blocking isn't like Steve Tasker catching touchdowns. No. His blocking changed games. Right, and yeah. Broke jobs. They changed and, rules right, because right, right, of right, exactly, right. So I think, I mean, I think. No, I think he's a great, great player. Yeah. I just think that who he's competing against for those spots, I would put that him behind. That makes it difficult. And they look at it by position. Mm-hmm. 
He's a better player than Rondé Barber. He's a better player than Zach Thomas. The guy that I think is the best, and I don't know if he's still on this list or not, I'm almost certain he's not in, is Andre Johnson. No, he's not eligible yet. Is he coming up this year? I believe so. Okay, or I maybe, thought he was on the this, ballot. This year might have been his first his first year on the ballot. See, I mean, some but of these again, guys. There again, there's that log jam. Right, it's just one Rogers more name. Either. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I guess it's not long before Larry's up and some of those guys. They right? got John Abraham on this list. James Harrison's a better player than John Abraham. Yes, agreed, no doubt. I mean, he was a pure pass rusher, and he yeah. was good, you know, right. But he was, I would rather play against him than Harrison. And he's the final guy on the list. He did finish with 133.5 career sacks. Harrison, that's what's going to hurt Harrison, uh, the fact oh, that yeah. he just didn't play early. Um, but he was – if you're going to put Steve Tasker on there for special teams play. Right. James Harrison was a better special teams player than, than Steve Tasker, or at least his equal. I couldn't comment on that. I mean, he's not perceived that way. His first couple of years in the league, he was an absolute right, demon. Right. The game he had against the Baltimore Ravens when he was start, he was starting on defense and still playing special teams. So he's a new defensive starter at that yeah. point. Yeah. He had, I think, eight tackles on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was three and a half sacks, a forced fumble, an interception. <laughs> Then he played, had three special teams tackles, a forced fumble. Nice. Uh, he just he was yeah, everywhere yeah. in that yeah, game. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger threw five touchdown passes in that game, all in the first half. The Steelers destroyed the Ravens, and nobody talks about that. All they talk about is that defensive performance by James Harrison. Ben was the second best player on the field. Harrison, that day, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, I remember him being it a might great be the special best teamer, defensive right. performer or best performance period by any by a Steeler in best my years game. of covering this yeah, team. Just, it was single it, game performance. It, it was it was fast times at Ridgemont High stuff. <laughs> tackle by <laughs> yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Every every tackle you expected James Harrison two forced fumbles. Like he's he's re- recovered to one fumble. Then the Ravens cut him at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, was, it was personal. No, it was personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just everywhere in that game. It was just unbelievable. And it was a game. I think it was a Monday night game at Heinz Field. And he just he he single handedly beat the Ravens. No, oh, I mean tremendous, tremendous player, and a great honor for him going in the, the Hall of Honor just recently too. But yeah. I think Freeney is a better case than Harrison, though. For longevity, but again. You, you His look, last two years were like in Arizona when he was hanging on doing nothing. Though. Yeah. But, but I guess Harrison's again, if you look Again, if you look at that, that five-year stretch for Harrison, no, it's his, numbers were, his, his numbers across the board were better than Freeney's. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. And, you know, I, they're both feared both players. Both feared, yeah. Um, but I don't know anybody that won the play against Harrison. No, he's a scary human being. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want beyond, that you have too. Beyond I mean, just the pass rushing stuff, you didn't want to run his way. No. You don't right, want to do right. any of that stuff. I mean, he sets the tone, and yeah. uh, obviously. I mean, uh, it only happened to me once, but it was just him and I in the hallway at the facility, and I was like, mm-hmm, kind of <laughs> lean the other direction, put my head down, scared. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pee a little? <laughs> a little. If he would have done this, oh, I would have jumped out of my skin. <laughs> he should have. That would have been funny. <laughs> Oh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our live ongoing coverage here from Steelers Training Camp. Training Camp practice number seven in the books. We'll be back with our final hour right after this. Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 